so it was like really strange just having this this bicycle workshop that's no bigger than like the recording room we're in right now right that was like the shop space and then they had like all this outdoor space that's the like Mm. parking garage that they have there and ian was kind of just running it by himself with only volunteers and he was trying to do uh computers at the same time because that's like he's a big gamer that's one of his hobbies and he was doing his his math degree there uh and his teachers so while he was doing that he was trying to run this whole uh community spokes bike shop with this other guy and uh then when he was moving to the east coast he was like i'll buy the business off you because he was he was leaving lusu basically but he had all these tools all the bikes all the all the things you needed to run it. And Ian had the experience of having run it for that past, like basically his whole time at Lakehead. Yes. He was in charge of it. So four years. Um, and then he moved into the Hub Bazaar, which was like this kind of shared space mm. down in Vic- right, right by Victoriaville there. Okay. Can you look that up? Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like they had an indoor area and a whole bunch of different vendors who were all sharing the rent on this space. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like the Thunder Bay Country Market in, in terms of how they have those little mm, little stalls, yes. the little booths that you walk around to. I like how you phrase that. Yeah, except it was, uh, I don't know if it was every day of the week. I think it might've been mm-hmm. something like that. Like you had opening hours. Okay, well, right there. Then. So somebody was always open, but maybe your space was only open, you know, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Was it inside the mall? Yeah, no, it was right beside the mall. Okay, so yeah. like, uh, I think it was right beside where uh, Newfies used to be. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's still called Newfies, but on, on Victoria Avenue there, like Collins Family Thrift Store. Mm-hmm. So if you go up by the, and then over to the West End, Victoria Avenue there. So right, right, right. Yeah, to the right, and then zoom in there. It was kind of like ah, beside Collins okay. Family Thrift Store there. Yeah, there That's where the Hub Bazaar kind of was. Okay, cool. And then so now he's moved from there over to Simpson Street. Yes, in that building that, you know, is totally revamped. Yeah, and that was really cool. Um, so like when Ian got that space, he was like, how do I get... Because you've seen the basement. You've seen all those bicycles. I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. Who brought them down? You. How many hundred, hundreds of bicycles are down there? Yeah, you guys do inventory every week? No, nobody <laughs> We're not inventorying used bikes. It's just like, we got a lot of bikes. Yeah. Here's our pile of bikes for sale. Here's our pile of bikes people are working on. That's Here's good. our pile of bikes that need, are just for parts. I know. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. So now he's at this new location, but to yeah, get all those bikes from no, on the, yeah, on his, the, his original spot to here, uh, he rented a U-Haul and then he just called all of his volunteers and said, help, we need help moving all these bikes. And like, we were worried it was going to be like a multi-day event. It was going to take a, like a week to get all these bikes out of there. Right. And he said he did it in like three hours. In three hours. He had, he had like 16, wow. 17 volunteers show up. Everybody mm. like, like it was just like a continual train of rolling these bikes out of the basement. Oh, like was... he had so many volunteers that you could just make a line of people from the basement to the back of the truck. It was, the... And anything else that you needed, they just like walked it. It, it was the power lifter though, right? Yeah. He carried them all. <laughs> you know him, right? Yeah, Ian. Yeah, yeah Ian did. The no, tiny. <laughs> no, there was another guy on your profile. On our profile? With the huge biceps. The power lifter. This guy. That guy? Yeah, Dill Lift. Dill Lift. Is he involved with Community Spokes? I don't know, Dill. Okay. Ian might. Yeah. 
He looks like he can lift like four bicycles. Probably. <laughs> or put it past him. It's yeah. pretty awkward. You probably need a bar between all of them though. Yeah. yeah. There's a difference between like, you know, when the first time I was riding a fat bike, I was thinking, man, it's going to be heavy. It turns out it was actually lighter than anything I've ever been on. Yeah. It's crazy what they can do nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, like going from uh, watching people come in with their mountain bikes and trying to commute and then setting them up with road tires and, and a lighter frame. It's just, it's life changing. Um, and like, that's why we're, we're there at, at community spokes is really. It's life changing. Yeah. It's to change lives. It's, yeah. it's to, it's to make a difference in people who this kind of transportation can actually make a difference for them. It's essential. Yeah. It and is. I mean, like for me too, cause, uh, like I came back to community spokes because I was laid off from my job and couldn't afford like repairs on my car. So I, I didn't have transportation I needed some yeah. and I needed something to do over the winter because I thought getting laid off, I would find a job right away. And it actually took me four months to do that. Mm -hmm. So in those four months, that's when I learned the most about bikes. I went back to Ian cause I remembered him from this time at Lusu. I'd seen him at the hub bazaar and then I hadn't visited his new space yet. And this was like right in the middle of COVID kind of. Okay. Yeah. So like everything's closed. I can't see anybody. I'm living on my own newly. And I'm like, where do I go to meet people to like just do something and fill my day where I'm not just sitting at home? Yes. So I was like, Ian, when can I volunteer? And he was like, whenever, show up. We're mm -hmm. open these hours. So that's right. Yeah. For like four months there, I was going there like three days a week, four days a week sometimes. That's nice. Yeah. Just working with, with Ian and Ryan mainly because all his, his summer staff were gone. He's kind of seasonal that way. Right. Um, and then. So we're just like building wheels, pulling bikes apart. And it's just like nice to be able to hang out. And at that time I like built my own bike to get it ready for spring. And then I used that bike to commute to work that, that entire summer. And if I didn't have that, you know, I don't know how I would have been able to hold a bunch of those jobs. Right. So it is. Yeah. I used to bike every day. Yeah. About like half an hour to school actually. Yeah. Like in Germany where I grew up. Yeah. I, I biked everywhere yeah. and it's great. It is perfect. It is. Yeah. It's, it's nice to be able to, I wish in this city we had more, uh, bike lanes, bike lanes, places you would like to bike, it's a but bit, it, yeah, it's hard with the way the river cuts it in half and the number mm -hmm. of bridges we have. Yeah. I mean, from a, supposedly a building one soon, right next year it's in the budget, but who knows? It's I been mean, there hopefully. forever. I mean, also potholes aren't in the budget. So I mean, yeah. like, who I don't knows know what's going to happen there. It's just like, you, I agree with you. You know, I feel like the traffic is very aggressive in town as of yeah. lately. And I've seen a lot of things where people go really close to bicycles. And there's, there's a lot of things people are emotionally engaged with at this time. It's just a tough time right now for yeah. everybody. And, you know, you can feel it and you can see it, how we treat each other. And, you know, that's nice to know that there's community spokes who does it differently and is there for the community. Yeah. Same with Thundercon. You know, I talked to many volunteers there. Johnny was at the front door and, you know, he said he was volunteering because he wants to. What do you say? I love that line. I don't want to bullshit. Hey, G, what's your name and why are you volunteering? 
I'm Johnny. I'm volunteering because I would need a community to be a part of. That's awesome. Thank you so much for there volunteering. There you go. That's Come it, right? He, it's yeah. Want, it's a community. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, you just need something to be a part of nowadays. Uh, even if it's something that's just once a week or when you have time. Uh, yeah, I just quit my last job at the railroad because uh, I was working as a train conductor, but mm. you literally have zero time. You don't get a weekend. You don't get days off. You just get rest time. It's like a job with no schedule, but okay. a huge amount of pay. Yeah. Um, and like, that's just not for me because, you know, some people have that family and the and kids and uh, have that sense of community from that. But otherwise, if you, if you don't, it's like, because my family lives down south and all that. It's like, what do you have nowadays? There's no meeting spaces. You know, if you go to the pub, you're not going to know anyone mm. unless you go there a lot. And, and then it's most like... Most people will be on the phone too. Yeah, most people will be on their phone. You don't really <laughs> you don't really go places to like read at a coffee shop or something. You're not you're not running into people you're going to meet. I know. Um, and that's that's something that I've, I've found a lot of people have said to me. Um, so like... It's like one of the only spots I could go to hang out with community folks. Yeah, but. it's two couches, right? Or yeah. one or two on the table when you walk in. Yeah. I I mean, it's kind of weird having it in the front of a bike shop and knowing that it's just like covered in bike grease. But like... I sit on it. I did yeah. sit on it. Yeah. yeah. There's a piano there too. Mm. I mean... That's beautiful. You can't really play it, but there's guitars on the wall. Every once in a while, you get a guy who walks in. And he'll pick the guitar off the wall, and you'll be surprised at how well he can play. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. When we, when Albus picked his bike that he liked, after a while, Ian made sure it's tuned in properly and safe. And then we, he took it for a test drive. And he didn't bring his helmet, but there are helmets ready and to, to go for the kids. Yeah. And everybody else. And White McGillivy Lester, they also donate helmets. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They are your agents of good. And they donate every year. They have been donating helmets. Injury prevention is big for them. And helmets are saving lives. It's plain and simple. Bike safety. Oh, nice. And they do it together with the community partners at the health unit. Eco Superior. And they are all about that. You can read it on their blog, on their homepage, on their social media. Links are all in the description below. Highly recommend them for any needs and uh, collisions even, like auto automotive, right? Slip and falls on long-term disabilities. All there for you. And Ian takes Albus outside. He goes on this bike and he drives off to the side where it's safe. He drives out his bike and you know he's falling in love. And with that whole experience of like how much you, your team and Ian in that moment takes care of the people of our community that coming together is absolutely, I was mind blowing. It's like the best experience you can have to buy a bicycle because it's tuned towards you and you know, you're giving back to the people who work to keep the community together. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. Yeah. It's and I, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be assembled better than the stuff you might get at Walmart or, or somewhere else where, I don't know, we, we have people come in and try and fix the stuff that was assembled there. And I mean, like a lot of our used bikes were once there before and now they have brand new parts or like we've switched out all the parts on them because they all broke. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine you keep your car, right? Whatever you drive. Yeah. And you just like, you know, everything is good, but when you need to exchange parts, you do because you love it. Yeah. 
I bought this bicycle in Germany once. It was from the 40s. You know, it had this old brake, only front brake, and it was like a shoe that comes down on the tire, very big, about like a square like this size. Yeah. And a big, like almost like a shifter from a pickup truck, but the other way you push it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, the levers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As a brake. And, you know, uh, I love that bike. And I called her Susie. <laughs> right? I don't know. It's just like I will always remember this bicycle. Yeah. And I, in the end, you know, whatever it's called where the pedals are in and they keep twisting. The crank? In the end, it turned over too many times. I think it was starting to break. Oh, inside the bottom bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know all the terminology. Yeah. So I love this. And then I didn't lock my bike that one day and somebody stole it. Oh, no. But I knew how to drive it. Because if you don't know, it would just you wouldn't be able to drive it because it would just yeah. spin through. Yeah. Turns out the guy just left it like three, four blocks down the road and was nice. too frustrated with it because he couldn't drive it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what we call, uh, you know, like theft prevention through lack of maintenance. Yeah. Because then it's. You know, it's such a crummy bike. I know. That nobody wants it. So you have the safest bike. You don't need a bike lock on it anymore because no one's going to take that bike. Yeah, well, they did. But yeah. like they left it behind because it yeah. sucked for them. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> so just, good. They're like, oh, why did I even bother stealing this? And then you just keep that bike forever. It's great. Yeah. You know? I sold it for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you loved this bike. I do, but I, I left Germany and I was oh. allowed to bring one duffel bag. Oh. I I couldn't like. Uh, it's true. It's hard to fit a. I sold it to some guy bag. at the flea market, and I told him to take care, good care of it. That's all I can do, right? Yeah. That's true. It. That's it. I it's can't. in that other guy's hands now. I hope he still has it. Right? What are the odds? I mean, no one's gonna steal it, so he probably does. Maybe he fixed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite bike story? Um. That's hard. Yeah. I don't know if I have a lot of bike stories. I have another good bike story. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we. I had this bike, and I'm a I'm a dangerous driver when I'm young, right? On bicycles. Yeah. You know how boys are, right? Maybe girls too. I don't know. But like, I we were driving fast and furious. Is that a movie? And then I was like, <laughs> I was like Vin Diesel. <clears throat> And I was just like, I, it was wet and I slid. At first you tried to make it like a really subtle joke. And then you I know. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to lead into I've, it in case I've, people didn't get it, the <laughs> franchise. Yes. I was thinking it was too funny. <laughs> I, I met Robert Oppenheimer on at Thundercon. I don't weekend. know who that is. I pulled up on my Instagram. As a cosplayer. And he, oh, but cool. it's based on that movie, like Bobby and Oppenheimer this summer. Everybody was about it. Oh. And he's a scientist with the nuclear atomic bomb and sh- stuff. Oh, cool. you might you might have heard about it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And you know, turns out this gentleman I ran into at ThunderCon, he knew German. So we like we did a little interview skit, and he did it so good. I just I couldn't keep it together, and I was just laughing. It's so good. It's like people, right? People are amazing. Yeah, I love it. I still have to edit. Like I over, I interviewed over 100 people. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I can do that much talking. Well, I, I mean, I guess they do all the talking. You just have to start. Yeah. 
you can't scream much. Only when you see Macho Man. Uh. Yeah. Macho Man, it's you, is it? It's Macho Man, everybody. It's Macho Man. Oh, man. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, brother. Cream of the crop? Cream of the crop. Oh. Why did you choose Macho Man? I chose Macho Man because I didn't have a costume. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. It's one of those costumes where you kind of regret it after you do it. Because so? now you have to talk like Macho Man all day. Uh, yeah. You think he did? Maybe. I. You'd have to. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Like one year as Halloween, I went as the Jolly Green Giant because mm. I'm really tall okay. and skinny. Yeah. So it worked pretty well. But then you paint yourself green and you're like, wow, why did I decide to do this? Now everything I touch is green. Yeah. You know? And it would be way nicer if it was like the Midas touch where everything turns to gold, but like mm -hmm. nobody wants green paint on things. Right. But so. your bicycle is green now? Yep. Mm. That's a good color though. Yeah. I like At least it's that, you know? It's a good color. Yeah. And the people... And everybody likes peas, so... Peas? Peas. Yeah. Yeah. Green peas? Yeah. yeah. Like the Jolly, Jolly Green Giant. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, look that up, the character. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody likes green peas, by the way. Jolly... Give peas a chance. Yeah, 100%. Always. Oh, the green giant. Yeah. The guy from the can? The guy from the can. You were him? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it was a pretty good costume. You had a leaf suit? Yeah. Like a, more like a leaf. Well, you make it for Halloween. Onesie. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, it's a toga. How short was it? Uh, Not that short. Not that I short. I think I had shorts underneath. Okay. But anyways. That's good. It's cool that Thunderquan was in town. I wish I got to go, but mm. yeah. Next year. Yeah. It's always next year. Hopefully. They they bring it all on. I talked to Andrew Nelson. Yeah. The 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 Darth Vader character. Yeah. The guy who plays him. And I asked him, so I can't show it because I haven't edited it yet. Maybe I shouldn't tell it. But like, you know, all the people I talk to at Thundercon yeah. are special and then the special guests as well. This year, they seemed all so down to earth, so nice. Yeah. Like, you know, they take the time, they talk to you, they're there all day, and they just, like, they're nice people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's rare that you actually get a chance to talk to people nowadays. Most of the time, you just they just drive past because they're either going home or to work. It's true. Yeah. Well, they go to the bike shop. Or the bike shop. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm not sure if Andrew Nelson was outfitted by Raphael's tailoring, but I am. Just saying. Red suspenders supposedly go with anything. Yeah. Do you agree? You can say anything you want to. I think they do. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite. My other favorite is Dead Man Switch. I like IPAs. And this one, this month, is our feature from Lake of the Woods. You know, they bring beer to us so you can drink it. Not on the show today, but you can get take some beer Only because I'm driving. Yeah. Otherwise, I would. Because mm -hmm. Lake of the Woods is the best. It's good beer. They had that blueberry one. Yeah. They still have that blueberry one, I think. They do, yeah. It's amazing. It's like, oh. I can't believe that it actually tastes like blueberries. It's so good. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's just like you said. I can't believe it tastes like blueberries. Yeah. I'll leave it like that. We're so fortunate to work with them together. Uh, happy birthday, Gucci. 
It's his birthday today. He's the salesperson. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For for Lake of the Woods? Yeah. He cool. turned 21 today. Can you believe it? Nice. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's a good year. <laughs> it is. Good age, I guess. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Man, that's crazy. So you are like halfway motors car star, right? The body shop, you paint, you touch up paint, maybe you seal it so the rust doesn't come. And you know, you fix anything, bodies, like you can body parts off the bicycle. In a way you are. No, we don't do, we don't do any painting. It just goes out with all the rust on it. Yeah? Yeah. You spray some oil on it though? Yeah, we, we make things sure things move basically what about but dent repair no we don't do any dent repair on our, on our bikes mm. but i mean like you could though you could yeah. well not really on bicycles but you just need a good hammer the, you know car repairs for for people who care about their cars you know like people don't care about their bicycles the same really because you think so we're a used bike store man it's mm. like a to b you just want it to run you just want the wheels to move you but know? that's what the car is too though yeah, but if you're not like, a collector. Yeah, so like, but like car star, like, well, like that's for people who need, you know, like insurance for. I need to get my car again. It needs to get on the road. I'm not mm -hmm. buying a new one, so I have to repair it okay. because, like, the police will not let you drive around with a broken window. Mm -hmm. You know, just like they won't let you drive around with missing lights. reflectors or lights on your bicycle, or you need back brakes and. I can't remember what else. You really just need back brakes. They don't really care about anything else. <laughs> I just, I once got a ticket on a bicycle. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Were you going like 50 and a 40? No. Downhill? I was on the wrong side of the lane. I was on the wrong side of the road. Oh. I had no hands on my bicycle. Yeah. And I was on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, in Germany. Even I, just the wrong side of the road is just so That's dangerous. why she pulled me over yeah. like originally. Yeah. And good for her. Like, you know, enforce the law. I love it. And I was at guilt. I totally admit it. And she like, she, I had like six euros and 50 cents on me. She took it all. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I was like, ah, there goes lunch. Yeah. Just right back to poverty. I think I, I, I think, I think that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Your entire life just ruined. No, it was good. You know, I like that they there's there's rules because it keeps everybody safe. It's true. Yeah. Except for the one where you can't ride your bike on the sidewalk because that's a weird one because they don't want you on the road because the cars get mad. It's and really confusing. They But you're not allowed on the sidewalk because mm -hmm. you're a vehicle because you're going to run into pedestrians. So it makes sense. You're not allowed to be there. But then the cars get mad and they don't want you there. And they go, why aren't you on the sidewalk? And you have to go, because I'm a vehicle and they told me I have to be here. You can take the whole lane too. You can take the whole lane. They're you supposed could. to go around you. Yeah. They don't do that because for some reason people in Thunder Bay don't like moving to the second lane. I've had it where they followed me even though I was in the lane and nobody was in the second one. But Yeah. Do you <laughs> have a GoPro on? Do you have a camera? No. Yeah. See, I ended up having GoPros on, like, on my helmet. Sometimes whenever, you need them, yeah. When I bicycle, because, you know, 
people behave differently then. I just go with the mirror, and then I always wear a reflective vest whenever I go on Memorial, like the main roads That's and stuff. That's a good stuff. choice, yeah. Yeah, because then it looks like I look professional. They're like, oh, he's got a reflective vest on. He's clearly, you know, he must be directing traffic or something somewhere mm-hmm. eventually, you know. Have you ever entered like a gravel race? No. Those are those are like where all the hype is right now. Right? I've heard they're sweet. I mean, Shunya Mines just got redeveloped and we have a whole bunch of new jumps there. Okay. So like that's where most of the bike shop was this weekend was out at Shunya mm. doing uh, a big mountain bike race. I can't remember what the one was called, but mm. it just happened this weekend. I did, okay. Yeah, it was like Brian and Sean and Ian were all there oh, okay. doing the mountain bike race. Mm, that's um, what he said, why he pushed himself too hard. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was probably getting sick before that, but he probably also did a lot of mountain bike racing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, who's the, at Black Sheep, that's the mountain bike club that it's true. that does all the trails up there. And it's yeah. like, I don't know. I really hope they turn it into like a big tourism thing because we could use another attraction that isn't like the Sleeping Giant where you have to drive out know yeah. a couple hours to get to then hike the giant and then come back like it's a full day event be nice if you could just be like yeah go for the afternoon go mountain biking mm-hmm. you know? it's nice out there it is nice and yeah. it's right in the city so it is yeah for anybody who doesn't know it's just over at um what's it called over the highway trowbridge trowbridge, trowbridge yeah, campgrounds yeah, yeah exactly yeah and you can get to it to, from centennial too but um it's a little farther so pretty much you can just show up at Community Spokes with no bicycle and you can leave with a bicycle. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you have money. If you don't have money, you have to engage in a building project where you build two bicycles in exchange for one bicycle. So like the third bicycle you build, you get to keep that bicycle. That's nice. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. How long does it take to build a bicycle? Like, you know, for starters. Like it beginners? depends. And I mean, like if you chose a really hard bike, Ian usually gives you some slack and is like, yeah, that counts as, that counts as two. You did one and a half if, mm-hmm. if you have to put in a lot of effort, because it depends what's wrong with it a okay. lot of times. Uh, so you so you're not, the- we're not starting from frame. It's usually like there's already wheels on it. There's already tires. It's like fix it make it runnable yeah um it's like a checklist yeah so it's like inflate tires tubes uh if it's missing handlebars grips missing shifters missing suspension suspension Brakes. we usually don't care about suspension so much but um mm. you know because if it's broken it just means you have a fixed bike now yeah <laughs> it just doesn't move which is necessary mm-hmm. so, okay yeah it just stays in space yeah, just it. Well, it's the same as a, a fixed frame, so which is better for the road because then all the force from your pedaling actually goes to the, the road. You're actually propelling yourself forward. That's mm. why they. That's why you don't see shocks in like Tour de France. You know. Yeah. It just takes every pedal stroke is it's disappearing into that shock. You just see legs. You just see legs. Man, huge legs. Legs are the new shocks. Have you seen that guy who pour, uh, powering a toaster? What? With his with his legs, on a bike. The no. German guy? That's a lot of energy, isn't it? Have you seen it? No. Yeah. I mean, I've I've heard of light bulbs, and I mean, like, I believe that. But you got to generate a lot of heat. Like, how many? Watts. That, like, a thousand watts or something? Almost, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, you, yeah. Yeah, you know your game. One thousand. Well, I mean, like, a, a kettle's like a thousand. Yeah, play that. Seven hundred Show his legs. Just mute. Just his legs. Just show his, only his legs. Robert Firstman. Firstman? Yeah. 74 centimeters diameter. <laughs> That's his legs, the upper legs. 
He's world champion, 95 kilograms. And I feel like his legs are bigger than my waist. I mean, I feel like his legs are like bigger than my car. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. And I mean, like, it's amazing that you could get that much power out of just your legs. It's crazy. This is Tolstoy. Uh, so if he loses power, the post the toaster will pop. So he has, he has to hold. Oh, he it. has to do it continually. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, here we go. So it's about he has he's holding about seven hundred. Going to seven hundred watts. watts. So it doesn't turn on until it's at like seven hundred. Oh. Or what? I like toasty toast. Fifty kilometers an hour. Yeah. On level ground. <laughs> it's nuts. Hot rate. 175. Yeah, so this is how you get speeding tickets. You just have huge, huge legs. He's already out of the seat. Like, you know how much power that is it takes yeah. to do this? It's crazy. Well, it's like he's hill climbing. Yeah. But he's just making toast. Just remember, don't waste your toaster. Don't waste that energy. Look at the struggle in this man's face. Yeah. Every time you make a piece of toast, this is... This is the struggle you're inflicting on the world. Just like his legs will be bigger afterwards. Yeah. Right. So when you think, you know, toaster bread, that's the decision you have to make. Do I want to spend 700 watts? Do I want to make this man cry <laughs> to make toast? <laughs> it's amazing. I would not last at all. After I've did some bike training on a, on a, on a spinner, right? Yeah. And like you know, oh, like the stationary ones that sit in your room. Uh, no, I put a road bike on a yeah, 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 in the room. I put a road yeah. bike on a spinner. Yeah. Um, that green kinetic, kinetic is the brand. Okay. And it there's, there's an app and tells you the wattage, and like I was when I really was pushing it like sprint wise. Yeah. I could maybe I could do like 350 watts. Oh wow. That's like maybe that's it. Yeah. At least that's what you're the like app halfway told me. there. No way. Can't do that. You should tell you're Ian, like halfway there. You guys should all do like toasting together, like you know, hook up one toaster and once a year you could do a fundraiser. Yeah, if we had like five bikes all hooked up, or maybe like a pancake breakfast, and you have to power the power the the stove, the stove with all the volunteers. Yeah, because that's definitely not gonna gonna be a fire hazard. If you're not as fire department's gonna love this, <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be so ecstatic when they get called. Okay, yeah, they're gonna be like, "What did you do? Pancakes. Why did you think it was a good idea to run this off of the bicycles? You can't do that. How much live cable did you have? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no expert. I don't know, so don't try this at home, I guess. But eat some eat local pizza. We are, we are not encouraging <laughs> doing your pizza. own electrical no? to see what you can run with a bicycle. But they show it in the movies, right? It's true. Yeah. I don't know. But that's all stunts. It's moving magic. I've seen a tattoo today where somebody put a pizza slice on their chest and like oh, cool. one of the salami pieces was like the nipple. Yeah. It's great. Would you get it? That tattoo? Yeah. No. Okay. I personally love eat local pizza. They are also with us together. Jim yeah. Stady knows Steve, of course, right? Yeah. This is a different kind of pizza game they all do. Yeah. But at Eat Local Pizza, you can get any kind of pizza right now at 767 
Have you had eat local pizza? Yeah, it's good. Okay, which yeah, one did you get? You don't um, have to say that. You can say if it was not so good. <laughs> no, this is good. I've had it at a lot of uh, a lot of volunteer events actually because they always always seem to end up being the sponsor. Because I mean, uh, thank you. Yeah, Eco Superior. A lot of the time, uh, I've had it there, or the R R L R C A, the yes. Lakehead Region Conservationist association i know i think they they had pizza from eat local pizza yeah they do it all yeah they do it all it's unbelievable they did free pizza too every friday for people yeah they do a lot of that like you know um they give do the giveaway every friday but then also like hey if you if you can't put food on the table throughout the whole pandemic they did that yeah and i don't know if it's still going on but i think it is yeah they oh, donated pizza. Recently, they just donated 70 pizzas to the Dew Drop Inn to celebrate their 14th year in operation. Nice. Yeah, Dew Drop does good work too. Yeah. I've done dishwashing there for a bit. Okay. Yeah. I ran into them at the Southside Vibe. They were there as well. Vibe. Southside Vibe? That's right, just around your corner. Oh, is it? Yeah, that was, that was like a, some kind of like vendor. That's where I ran into Ian. Oh. Because he was there too. Oh. Yeah, that was like a year ago. Neat. Great, great guy. Wow. Anything else you want to talk about real quick? I don't know. I guess just Thunder Bay things. I guess be safe on your bicycle. And watch out for coyotes. Watch out for coyotes, I guess. Eating deers in the schoolyard. Have you seen that? <laughs> it's on T-Base News Watch. Pull it up, Moed. It's Unbelievable. Like, I mean, I'd I'd say just if you're riding your bicycle, you should watch out for cars more. But <laughs> so yeah, pl- also coyotes—they're a big danger. It's crazy. They're in town now. They've always been in town. So there's this second picture. Go on that second picture. Oh, he's got a deer. He got a deer in the playground at Saint Margaret Elementary School. How did the coyote take the deer down? Well, they get it. They're partially wolf, right? Yeah, but they're solo, aren't they? I didn't know that they worked in packs. They pose a potential threat, especially to pets. Yeah, I believe the pets. Mm -hmm. But I mean, some dogs are just the size of cats nowadays, so you can't expect. It's crazy. Yeah, but that's that's crazy in your schoolyard. Yeah, it's it's Thunder Bay. Like we got we got bears like right Mm. on the edge of town. You got bears at community spokes? No. Okay. But I mean, I mean, like you got you got Chunya, you got uh, Lappy, you got um, yeah, they're everywhere Marillo. there. But like downtown. Well, I mean, we're just surrounded by by nature. Mm-hmm. That's the whole attraction of the city. It is. So, I'm not surprised by the coyotes. Mm-hmm. I remember people talking about cougars too. Yeah. Yeah. But they like you know I don't know they walk away usually with people right they're very private. Mm, yeah, usually. But I mean, if if you know that there's a cooler around, it's probably because you're about to die. It's pretty dangerous. Yeah. They have huge paws. Yeah. Yeah. They like sliced meat. <laughs> I think that's what they're intended for. I mean, I haven't asked. Yeah, I've never seen so one like, real up close, but like they have huge paws. I've seen tracks. That's crazy. I love it. Wow. Do so. Would you participate in the Tour de France if you would, could, wanted to, or if like you know, is that like, do you have a, like a bicycle dream where you want to take your bicycle? Do you want to go around the world in your bicycle, on your bicycle, with your bicycle? Hell no, man. That's not for me. <laughs> Hell no. 
<laughs> no way. I've heard enough stories about people biking across the prairies and then saying that it was like those Roadrunner te- cartoons where the swarm of flies comes out of the grass mm-hmm. and it kind of like sits there in a cloud, just black. And then it goes and it attacks you and it doesn't leave for a week. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. So after that, I was like, you know, I don't need to bike across Canada. But you thought about it? I don't need to experience that. No, yeah, I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one of, my, one of my friends, Annie, she just came back from Yellowknife because she biked up there. So she did a bike trip to and from Yellowknife. I don't know about two. She might have flown one one way. but Yeah. Yeah, it's like she was gone for two or three months. That's crazy. Yeah. That's supposed to be the fire was there, right? Yeah, yeah, the fire with the evacuation. That's yeah. why she was going because her mom's up there. So Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, she said she listened to like 55 hours of audiobooks or something. That's amazing. <laughs> So. Imagine that. I know. Yeah. But then you have to know how to fix your bike. You do. Yeah. Like but Annie's how, Annie's one of the volunteers too, so she knows. How many like spare patches would you bring? Oh, oh you just bring a kit. You just bring a, a like patch 10? kit. Or how many's in there? Yeah, like ten or so little patches. Yeah. They and then self- you'd, you'd bring like two spare tubes or something, you know. So then like you blow a whole tube, mm-hmm. you have a whole extra tube. Yeah. Yeah. And then if it happens, you just buy a new tube at the next town. That's right. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. I always hate it when I got a flat on my bicycle. Yeah. They're not fun. No. No. Front is better than back. Much better. Yeah. So good. Yeah. But, you know, some people don't even know how to put the chain back in. Yeah. That's that's one of the, the hardest parts um, is putting things back together the way you found them. Yeah. It's it's hard to like slow down. You don't realize when you watch a mechanic work uh, how fast they can go because they know how it all goes back together. It's true because they had to do it slow the first time. Yeah, you had to you had to see how it comes all together. So how do you put the chain back in? Like the best way? The best way? Mm-hmm. Um, you set the derailleur to the uh, furthest out spot. Um, I can't remember if that's the highest gear or not on the the lever, but so the end of the cassette is where you set your derailleur. So then the chain is out of the way, and that brings the derailleur as far out of the way. Yeah. Uh, then you loosen those two bolts on either side of the axle, and then it drops out. And it'll catch on the chain, and then you can pull the wheel out um, over top of the chain. Oh. But the hardest part that people forget is that um, your derailleur flips up. So then now when you go to put your wheel back on, you have to pretend like the derailleur's going back down. So you have to put your wheel not on the first chain, but on the second chain, uh, vertically stacked. Okay. So the wheel has to go between the two chains and then up and mm. then in. Because they'll just try and like put it right on and then you're like they're like, Why isn't it working? Right. Why can't I get this on? And you're like because you're bound up in chain. Mm. You're all tangled up. I do it this way. I flip the bike upside down. Oh, and now it's all, it's all reversed. And then I just like put the chain on top of the big one. Yeah. See, I don't have the terminology. And then I just paddle. Oh. And then, it's and just, then you see. And yeah, then it just, brings it in. It eats it. Yeah. There you go. I like that. And it's done. Yeah. And then I'm back on the road again. Yeah. It's a good song, right? <laughs> It is. It is a good song. Yeah. Back on the road again. Who's that? Who sings that? No idea. 
Phil Collins? No. I guess it is. <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. Okay. So we're going to bring Ian back. Great. When he feels better. Yeah. You're going to be here too. Sure. And then maybe we bring two more people. Yeah, sure. Another two, three volunteers. You really want to know more about bikes, eh? Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, dive a little bit deeper into the whole story because today, you know, everything went different than expected. Ian was sick. Yeah. But you know, you were already here. I was already here. Maud was already here. And I love to know, you know, I got to know a little bit about you today. And I like that a lot because, you know, volunteering means a lot to me and community means a lot to me. And I love it. Yeah. And I like bicycles. There's way more to talk about, like Eco Superior and all their bike programs in the schools. Uh, like I helped teach last the summer before this past one. So, um, and then all of Ian's huge personality and crazy scattered brain. <laughs> yeah. Because if you haven't met him, uh, It's an experience. <laughs> I think so, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good experience. Yeah. But it's it's also an amazing experience. It is. Yeah. Well, everything's amazing to Ian. He just, he's just always having a good time. Mm -hmm. That's like half of the reason I show up is just to talk to Ian on lunch break. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not actually there for the bikes. I'm just there to say hi to Ian. And Sean, and then I leave. <laughs> and amazing. I'm like, have fun. Yeah. That looks unenjoyable. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love yeah. that so much. Thank you so much for being on today. Thanks for having me. It's an honor, you yeah. know. Uh, we bring you back with the full, well, whoever wants to be with, and yeah, then sure. we 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 make it work, and we maybe we bring a bicycle down here and a toaster. Right. <laughs> okay, everybody, have a good night. This is Dale and Brian from Community Spokes. We're gonna put the community spokes in the comments below Instagram. Find them now. If you're in the market for a bicycle, I highly recommend you check them out. It's an affordable way. You're gonna give back to the community at the same time and you empower people and you can really, for the kids, it's great. Also for parents, you know, it's, it's good on the pocket as well at the same time. I'm just saying. Everybody have a good night. Bye-bye. Cool. <laughs>